Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 235 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Zed's dead, baby. And we are your hosts with The Post. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic, as chosen by a listener named Lydia, is Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The director and uh, actor who's uh, <laughs> <laughs> made, I believe, uh-huh. nine, nine films at this point. He has made nine films over the course of, what, uh, 1992? 30-odd 30, 30 years? Yeah. Also, yep. He also wrote at least one movie before he started directing. I True Romance, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the whole deets beyond that, but... Uh, he is a auteur, a director, a writer. He d- does movie things, and people have a lot of freaking opinions about them. Uh, he's considered one of the great American film directors of our time. Just great. You got to think that's crazy. Making um, one movie every 10 years, it seems, wow. or every five years. Oh, hmm. Huh. We could do the math on that, but we won't. It's fine. <laughs> 30 divided by 9. Uh, that's 12, 15, 30, once every 30 years. There we go. So anyway, <clears throat> Mr. Tarantino has directed, let's see, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, ooh, Kill Bill, one, two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that awful um, Grindhouse movie. Death Proof, yep. Yep. Uh, Glorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Django Unchained. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Several others I'm missing, I'm sure. The Hateful Eight. I think Hateful you got them all except Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight. Yeah, a lot of movies, a lot of a uh, lot of screen time there between those uh, nine movies. Um, uh, a lot of a uh, a lot of characters talking at each other, <laughs> talking, saying a lot of stuff. Yeah, and saying a lot of things that are clearly written by the same guy, but he's got a style that uh, I like personally. I I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. It's stylized and it's uh, unique, but it's it works. You know, there's some guys that have a style, and I'm like, I don't ever want to watch that again. <laughs> they might appreciate it. For him, it's okay. Now, what is your favorite Tarantino film? You know, I I go back and forth between Django Unchained and The Hateful Eight. I do like his. Uh, he seems getting these little things where he's like doing like a little. Um, era building sort of thing and mm-hmm. those are the two that i really like uh i think top of the list 
Uh, I think I've seen Kill Bill too many times. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, uh, same thing. Seen it so many times. Um, didn't um, quite went from wrong. Didn't we try to watch Reservoir Dogs at my house once? Well, we did. So the my wife. Yeah, you guys got some pizza. You were having a nice little evening, and, and for whatever uh-huh. reason, you texted me and said, "Hey, why don't you come on over and join? We're watching a, a Tarantino flick." And I said, "Okay, sure, sure." So came over, uh, and we sat around and watched uh, a some Tarantino film. I believe your wife made about forty minutes in, and she was she Ooh. she she clocked out she said i'm going to bed i don't think it was even that she like the next day she was like (laughs) i don't remember one second of that movie i was like all right so she was out from the get-go it's a guy's film let's be honest classic dude movie guys for guys guys for dudes yeah um there's not a skirt to be found in that film yeah that's true but doesn't an old chinese woman get shot in the face or is that just that would That's, be great if that was a recurring thing in uh Quentin Tarantino if there was just a close up of like some ethnic woman getting shot in the forehead in every single Tarantino mm-hmm. film. That's well, what he's known for. The fan edits that I have that I've made, <laughs> yes, but, but sadly no in general. Yeah, um yeah, that's right. Um yeah, Reservoir Dogs is a movie that uh can only watch every few years. Pulp Fiction I actually watched the other night. Just for the hell, didn't even think about the podcast. I was just like, I'm just gonna watch this movie. Just like, I love this. Uh, great movie, but mm, some of those, the older ones, they are good, but they are like, it's hard to even watch them again because you've seen them so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like his, yeah, his best era is like Inglorious Bastards through, I guess, Hateful Eight. Those all those period pieces, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Django Unchained, Hateful Eight. They're all uh, they all feel very similar in a lot of ways, but it's a good feeling. Like, yeah, this is this is what this is what he should be doing. Or three hour movies with a shitload of dialogue, <laughs> and the, with a lot of characters that have uh, a lot of world building behind it. Um, and then some yeah. insane violence just out of nowhere. And don't forget the misogyny. We got to get that in there. Don't forget and that. the N word. Holy <laughs> macaroni. <laughs> My man. Big fan. Don't worry, folks. Whew. We didn't. We didn't forget to look that up. That's part of the. Yeah. And unfortunately, most of the N words are said by black actors, so it's good. It's empowering. Don't quite imagine like Jamie Foxx, you know, getting the envelope with the script in it, taking the rubber bands off, and then just like first page, just six N words. He's like, all right. Okay. I can't say no to this, actually. <sighs> Thanks, Quentin. <laughs> actually, and that's just the introductory letter to it, uh, asking him to <laughs> yeah, be that's this. just. <laughs> Dear N-word Jamie. <laughs> That's just on the outside of the envelope. <laughs> he drops it in the mailbox. So like the, he knows where this is. They know where this is going to go. Dear N-word. <laughs> it's going to just get there at some point. So anyway, why did uh, our wonderful listener, Lydia, choose Quentin Tarantino as a topic? Well... 
According to Lydia, I was listening to some old episodes and you were talking about Quentin Tarantino. So this is technically all your fault, which that sounds about right. My mm. favorite movie during my freshman year of college was True Romance. I think I saw mm. it like 10 times in theaters. Ooh. That That's was good... some time ago. I believe that would be 1993. True Romance yeah. was released. And also, uh, Technically not a Quentin Tarantino film, but that's fine. Hey, you know, he wrote it, though, so. Uh, and boy, did he. And speaking of N-words. <laughs> hey, then words yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I, as a child, I learned that you could, uh, you could call certain people eggplants, uh, and they wouldn't yeah. like it. Uh, thanks, Quentin Tarantino. That was a movie I didn't see till I was well into my adulthood. And it was, I remember it was when I was like, oh, man, I, I watching all these Tarantino films, I need to watch something else. And then I saw that like, Oh, he didn't, he, he wrote this movie. I was like, Oh, let me check that out. And I watched it again recently. I want to, it was probably, I think it was after right around the pandemic when my wife and I went through the Sopranos and we're on a little Gandolfini kick. Sure. And I was like, well, this guy's in this movie here. And uh, great, great part in that film. A lot of fun. A lot going on. In it's a movie. good, you know what? It's a good one. Uh, but it also, ha- I feel it has suffered from the uh, twee bullshit of everybody has found that it's kind of like the uh, Joker and Harley Quinn thing that uh, people without personalities feel like that's mm. that's who they want to be is uh, Alabama Whirly and uh, whatever his face is. So. Yeah, it did suffer that the 90s thing of the characters have just stupid names that are cool, you know, <laughs> hmm. it almost sounds like, like um, stupid character names in a Quentin Tarantino written film yeah. could not be possible. And it's, it's similar to like uh what natural born killers, that, that sort of vibe. Mm. Sure. It, very, very similar. Same. Uh, I think it's based on same uh, background story as well. So, Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Great. So uh, how did Lydia choose this t- topic? Lydia is one of our wonderful patrons over at reportthispost.com, and you can be too. If you join at the mod level for $10 a month, you get to choose your own episode topic after three months of patronage. Or if you join at the admin level for $25 a month, after two months, you get to choose an episode topic and you get a piece of custom artwork of your choosing drawn by yours truly. Great. Or go to reportthispost.com, hit that button that says buy topic. You can do that. Uh, That's about it. Right? That's it. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming. Why don't we go ahead and read some goddamn posts, huh? That's sure. Yeah, let's start off with one from the classic video game forum, Game FAQs. Someone went over there to ask, why do so many Quentin Tarantino films have racism against black people? Hmm. Hmm. Seriously, the guy is a great film director and he has tremendous talent in both in his job. But how has he never been criticized for his heavy use of racism against black people in movies that never seem to get reprimanded by the characters in universe? The characters always seem to agree with the racist things being said. Plus, if it had been any other film director who used these lines. People would be raising all sorts of hell, but somehow mm. Quentin Tarantino gets an out of racism free card, even though he is mm. white himself. Is it because if you say something moderately outrageous, people will get mad. But if you say something enormously outrageous, then people will just let it go. Mm. 
And uh, user D. Morrissey hmm, replied, because racism sells. Black actors are hardly saints in general, even if they do seem to get steady work. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. I sort of, black actors are hardly saints. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, uh, racism rocks. And it's, a, you know what? These guys are lucky they're even in movies. So. <laughs> Look, they're obviously bad people. But they do get steady work. I'm not happy about it. Don't get me wrong. They continue to get paid money to do movies. You're, so you're saying, okay, so yeah, I get it. Quentin Tarantino, he may say some stuff. Let me just paint with the broadest brush mm -hmm. I could find about a certain group of people. Now, can we say if he's wrong or not? Who's to say? Can't really. Yeah. I do want this get out of racism free card. That's... <laughs> Sign me up for that. If Where I do I get one of those? Put down a down payment for that guy. Get that one. Have that in my back pocket with all the. Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Various uh, four way stops that I'm at where some characters <laughs> decide uh -huh. to go a little bit too early. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ooh, could use that card. Just you know, holding it up out the window and, and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. Sh I don't even know what that means, but boy, is it funny to imagine black guy like driving past me slowly, trying to read that card that I'm holding out at him. No, I can screen this at you. Look, I got I, the card. Got got okay. The, yeah, I got the N N out of jail free. Uh, no, what is it? <laughs> Get out of racism free car. See, I, don't, nah, I think that needs reworked. I don't know. Notice I said uh, trying to read the card. <laughs> so actually, I was right. Okay. <laughs> because they can't read. Now, this one's uh, from reddit.com. I should have never watched Django Unchained. It just reminds me of the brutal treatment of my ancestors went through. And for what? For being black? You fucking kidding me? I'm so pissed off right now. It's so saddening to imagine the torture they went through. As of now, I fucking hate the sight of white people. <laughs> but that'll probably die down in the next few days and weeks. Hmm. And a now deleted user said, Suck it up, pussy. I'm black too. You don't see me complaining about how we as a people used to be treated. Everyone's been oppressed at one time or another. You don't see Jewish people saying, oh, I wish I never saw Schindler's List. Get the fuck over yourself. The past is the past. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, good stuff here. Good stuff. I mean, a couple of things here. Um, going to take it that the, the person replying probably isn't actually black. I'm uh, going to sure. say. Uh, <laughs> the other thing, too, is that... Uh, <coughs> The Jews famously known to complain a lot about any number of things. So <laughs> kind of feel like that one's a little off too. The one but. race you're going to say, oh, you don't hear them complaining. Like, <laughs> like, oh, um, really? <laughs> actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, I believe there's also a, an entire, uh, I believe, Seinfeld episode about uh, Jewish people watching that film. So. I think it's oh, yeah? in. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I think it's in. I think it's in there now. 
I believe the joke of that episode was Jerry was making out during Schindler's List, and never his. Jewish friends and family were upset. Hey, folks, go check out our Seinfeld episode where we probably should have talked yeah. about that instead of the Tarantino episode. Uh, Tarantino, yeah. not known for a lot of Jewish folks in his movies, it seems, though. Uh, well, if you if you saw Inglorious Bastards, that well, I guess there is a decent part of that movie. Uh, half of those guys are, yeah, I, would I guess say so. at least that was almost the entire plot of that movie <laughs> now that I think about it, but whatever. <laughs> I saw that movie. Uh, <laughs> With my uh, my ex and her uh, her extended family, and one of the, it was this guy. Uh, actually, now that I think, but his name was uh, his name was Quentin, oddly enough. Hmm. And uh, he was this uh, good old boy type. And he was uh, he was watching the movie, and then after we all got out, went to the theater, and he said, "Man, I didn't come to a theater to watch people. I didn't come to a movie to read." What the hell's going? Like, because the entire movie is almost <laughs> entirely subtitled. Like, man, I I want to watch. I'm not here to read. <laughs> and I, I didn't. I didn't know that was a type of person. Anybody like, oh, else lost on this whole thing? Oh, you a, know, yeah, he had he had no idea what was going on. He's just pretending that he can read. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, he's like, that's... man, I don't, I don't want to read when I go to the movie theater. Why was <laughs> why they have all those Chinese letters on the bottom? Is it is a. <laughs> This guy downloaded a bad copy or something? Yeah. Uh, that's actually English. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, he's no longer in the family. Yeah, he, uh, he was he was dumped by uh, my ex's sister because she found a used condom in his truck. <laughs> okay. So, good stuff there. And, and why uh, were you dumped? No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> we... If I'm sorry, I I seem to see that we have more posts here to read. This is from a Tumblr I found called Angry Asian Girls United. Oh. <laughs> All right. So the post reads as such. Okay. So recently, a lot of the really cool black tumblers that I follow have been really upset by Django Unchained. Most of the complaints mm. are generally based on the fact that it seems to be a slavery movie about white people not the actual slaves mm. and that some of that seems really well whitewashed and not all well indicative of slave narratives i bring this up because i was flipping through newsweek the other day and i came across this interview with quentin tarantino i was thinking what about roots the film and oh boy that's when i hit this bullshit this is a quote from Quentin. When you look at Roots, nothing about it rings true in the storytelling, and none of the performances ring true for me either. I don't see I didn't see it when it first came on, but when I did, I couldn't get over how oversimplified they made everything about that time. It didn't move me because it claimed to be something it wasn't. What the fuck? This white ass privileged motherfucker is criticizing Roots, you know, that iconic, amazing thing by Alex Haley, something that took 10 years to create because Haley was so focused on getting every little bit of his own family history correct and accounted for. And Tarantino, who just directed this fictional movie on this bullshit, he's saying Roots was oversimplified and inaccurate. Seriously, what the fuck? What more does he want? I think he wants more white people working with slaves or some shit, but like, I don't understand how a story that features generations of slaves and their time in America is oversimplified. Honestly, as a white man, you can just shut the fuck up now. 
Quentin Tarantino is one racist motherfucker and the white media needs to stop motherfucking praising the fuck out of him for being some type of visionary <laughs> when the complaints he has about other movies about slavery are exactly the ones that I'm hearing leveled against him. Shitting on a black man's historical in-depth research on slavery in favor of your own goddamn action movie? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what are these... these... Asians seem to be getting anger and anger these days, I've noticed. Well, I keep hearing this stuff about Asian hate, so that must be what they're mm. talking about. Yeah, I'm getting into that lately. <laughs> Especially after freaking uh, every, everyone and all the freaking everywhere yeah. at once. Yeah, every Wong, every Wong, everywhere at once. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we get it. You're Chinese. You have uh, weird <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's the movie. That's what... <laughs> yeah, the kid from the Goonies is now a fucking Oscar winner because we all feel bad about Asian hate. Great, whatever, it's and fun. everywhere. This is gonna go for a while. Ah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I never saw Roots myself that was always a i feel like roots was a common reference back in my day i don't know it was like in the 90s everybody would say uh kunta kente and uh i remember uh i remember one gym class a kid was two white kids uh one was hitting the other kid with a uh a jump rope and saying your name is toby and i didn't know what it meant until many years later pretty that's pretty good and uh when i realized that he was doing a bit Oh, uh, that's very funny. Boy, what if the other kid was black? Wouldn't that be something, huh? I that, mean, also, would if, not that happened, if that happened now, that would be uh, several class action lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. For being too, uh, sir, you're going to jail for not being too damn woke. Mm hmm. <laughs> for... And they're going to be like, he was uppity, your <laughs> officer. What officer? <laughs> we were just reenacting Alex Haley's de- beloved uh the <laughs> roots. Is that what you're about to say? Da, yeah, the roots. The roots. <laughs> and now, uh, now the roots are uh, Jimmy Fallon's. <laughs> Is that related? Boy, how the mighty have fallen, huh? I think that mm-hmm. might be where they got their name. I don't know. I'm not big on a uh, black culture. <laughs> Or Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> There's no way to really know what the answer is to that. Hmm. More of a. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. Go on. Oh, I can only imagine it was great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird how there's people who like interpret these films as being insanely racist, and that everyone else is like, no, it's actually like. Like some people think Django Chain is like super woke. Sure. Because it's a movie about black people just completely murdering the hell out of white people, but uh it's not in the right way. So that means it's racist. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to me I mean is it because the director's white that that's what the problem because I mean oh, of course. Every single white person in that movie gets the even the good characters get the shit handed to them. So, I mean, yeah, it's really, that's, that's how it's like, Oh, you're a white guy doing that. 
then we can only assume you're doing this because you're racist. I got to say, if you're a racist white guy and you make a movie where a bunch of black people kill white people, then you're a pretty bad racist. You're not, you're not a very, you're not good at being racist. <laughs> Everybody else, the meeting's like, what the hell? <laughs> I believe also, that, like, yeah, well, also, oh, I what mean, is this? Buddy? Famous scene in that where there's just a bunch of clansmen that are like the, the dumbest that yeah, have yeah. no idea what they're doing. Great so. scene in that movie. Was that that movie? Yeah. Yeah, where they're all running around, they, they yeah, yeah, their yeah, hoods okay. are on crooked and shit. Yep. Yeah, Jonah Hill's a Klansman for some reason. Don uh, Johnson. What a cast, huh? You know what? I like it, folks. If you haven't seen it, go check out Django Unchained uh, from Miramax Films. Uh, a fellow named Mr. Weinstein produced mm-hmm. it. He had a lot to do with it. <laughs> yeah, all the Tarantino's films were completely funded by the Weinsteins. So that's. Hey, I would say Tarantino took that guy's money. He uh, robbed uh, the rapist's uh, pocketbook. So that means he's even better, right? He's even more woke. Or you could even say he just kept his mouth shut. So whatever, whichever way you want to look at it. Which a lot of women should have been. So I found a thread titled, Quentin Tarantino is one of the most vile misogynists I have ever had the displeasure of hearing speak. Over on the subreddit are two X chromosomes. Mm. Subreddit for broads. I always knew he was a chauvinist, but I had no idea just how bad it was until I heard him here on the Joe Rogan podcast. If you can make it through any amount of this interview, you can hear him talking about this mutilation, dismemberment, torture, and rape of women like it is some kind of spectator sport. He arbitrarily inserts it into his movies simply to elicit a reaction. He talks as if no woman is ever going to see his movies and, in fact, seems to barely register that they exist as anything but objects or have the ability to perceive or understand anything. Hmm. Uh, The worst thing about this for me is that I genuinely enjoy his movies. I have seen many of them prior to hearing this interview. They are beautifully shot and fantastically colored. Hmm. They give you this rush of adrenaline and testosterone to make you feel really alive, like you yourself are one of the dominant, hyper-masculine, empowered men in one of his movies. In the very beginning of Kill Bill Volume 1, we find out that the bride has been repeatedly raped by her caretaker and his friend while she is comatose and it is played for laughs. I remember actually liking the movies, but that was so fucking vile that it's literally the only thing I remember about them at this point. He is also obviously famously racist. You can totally tell how much he relished saying the N-word in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's still so funny to me that he wrote that in there for himself to say. Samuel L. Jackson, who was possibly my favorite actor and who I love, consistently defends him for shit like this and i just don't get it and the uh, most downvoted comment by far was uh wow you really missed the point of his movies <laughs> can't understand why that'd be downvoted uh personally <laughs> but i like i like the going through and saying like i actually liked his movies uh until yeah. i un- until i heard him explain why he made them yeah uh, and then i was then I was out. He says, he says, like, he made these movies as if no woman could ever see them or enjoy them. That being said, I saw them and I enjoyed them. Like, well, okay, so maybe it's not ex- Maybe you're thinking a little too much, sweetie. Maybe you should turn that little sweet little brain off of yours, yeah, honey. Yes. Uh, yeah, you get to. You're a woman who listens to Joe Rogan's podcast. You're posting about it on Reddit, <laughs> yeah. on the women's specific yeah. subreddit uh you're you're saying that uh the the movies make you give you a rush of testosterone 
They are um, beautifully shot and fantastically colored, which is not a normal thing to say about a movie. Now, is she talking about the cast or? Well, <clears throat> they certainly are. Django, very much so. <laughs> that Carrie Washington, let me tell you. Ooh, mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, I will agree with this poster on one thing that I, if I didn't have to hear Tarantino talk over again, I'd be perfectly. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Again, back to Django, not to beat a dead horse here, but uh, remember when he inserted himself in there and he did the worst Australian accent uh, probably well, ever put onto film? So you can say that about any Tarantino film with Tarantino acting. It it just takes you right out of it. You're like, uh, I, I remember even like seeing Pulp Fiction when I was like 13. Uh, that scene, the oh, uh, sure. N-word storage. And I was just like, what is ha- like? What is this weird-looking <laughs> what? guy? What is he doing? And then I found out, I was like, oh, that's the guy that made the movie? Well, that okay. Okay, I get it now. I guess that's... <laughs> when you're young, you think it's like fun. You're like, oh, I guess it's it's cool that the director put himself in the movie. Isn't that neat? Isn't that interesting? And then for the next five years, when anybody asks what you want to be, you said a director so that I can say the N-word on film. Yeah. Nobody can get mad at me. I can just say the N-word over and over again in front of Samuel L. Jackson. He just has to look at me and then say the words that I make him say. That's a power. That is a serious power that he has. Everybody's like, what's this kid talking about? You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Also, back then, you could just do that in movies. I don't, it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> I can't, now keep in mind, we haven't seen a N word Tarantino film in several years. So it's, I don't know if right now is the time for that sort of Tarantino <laughs> film. I'd love to see it. If he only released one like during the George Floyd stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Ah. Uh. I would kill for those articles. I would have been so good. Yeah, probably would have had some feedback, I bet. Uh, um, some feedback, yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to stop right here because we're going to finish the rest of this episode over on patreon.com slash report this post. That's right. If you enjoyed this first 20-ish to 30-ish minutes of the episode... You'll be happy to know that there's about an hour extra of this one over there uh, on patreon.com slash report this post. Head over there, and all you got to do is subscribe for five bucks a month. You'll get every single full episode with dozens of more posts a month, plus an additional bonus episode every single week. Unbelievable. This is literally millions of posts that we read on the air uh, every single month possibly billions I have not counted in fact I can't count I'm actually illiterate as well but irregardless patreon.com slash report this post and we'll see you over there and God bless <laughs>